Welcome to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. Do you own a small business or does that small business own you? Are you seeking increased sales, more loyal customers, lower operation costs, and brand loyalty? If you're interested in elevating your brand and expanding your reach, then Business Buzz will put it all together for you with expert guests, resources that make sense, and your opportunity to be heard. Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome wherever you may be. You have found Business Buzz. I'm your host, Frank Hellring. We're coming to you live, prime time, on the Voice America Business Network channel. And Business Buzz is brought to you today by Business Buzz. So I got Dr. Andrea Adams Miller. How you doing? Hi, I'm raw, raw and fresh faced for you all today. So I'll fill in vocally for Ninon until we can get her sound working. <laughs> Absolutely. That sounds good to me, for sure. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I want to jump right into our PSA and then get on with our guest uh, this morning. Uh, unfortunately, over the last three days, Dr. Andrea, thank you so much for putting this guest together for us. I've been battling the flu. So if you've got any kind of things with my voice, that's the reason. But our PSA is what we've been doing since November of 2022, when the show that we undertook with Whistleblowers of America, which just happens to be a nonprofit out of Pensacola, Florida, and you see them on CNN, you see them alongside senators on the Hill. Uh, in fact, Jackie Garrick, who is former U.S. Army captain, she's the one behind this, and I covered a live event that she hosted and during that live event, I met a gentleman by the name of Bruce Sackman. Bruce Sackman, former Inspector General's office from West Virginia to the coast of Maine. And he was responsible for investigatory of all kinds of veterans issues, related issues. And one day he's sitting at his desk, the phone goes off, a doctor's calling him from the local veterans hospital and says, you need to get out here because I really do believe we've got a situation here. And he got out there and he found out that doctors were murdering patients in their beds in veterans' hospitals. And the more he dug, the more he dug up. He dug up doctors, he dug up nurses, he dug up support staff. I mean, this is something that's just absolutely amazing. And so we did a show and that show flies on this landing page, veteran murders, M U R D E R S dot com. That telltale website address should really be a wake up call for most of you people listening to my voice. For us to own that domain speaks volumes. Veteran murders, M U R D E R S dot com. There you'll find the playback of the show. You'll find all kinds of buttons for resources to the VA. And you'll find Bruce Sackman's book, which is Behind the Murder Curtain where he uncovered hundreds, hundreds of veterans being murdered in their beds. And he believes, and I believe, that it ain't over yet. So if you're a veteran out there today, or you know a veteran, or you just happen to love veterans, and you should, because they pick up men and women, weapons, go to far-flung battlefields, and defend your freedoms. And we need to support them. That's for sure. And let's stop the killing. Well... I've got an incredible guest brought to me by my incredible publicist, Andrea, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller. 
We are joined today by A.C. Caswell. A.C. Caswell, once a celebrated athlete, has seamlessly transitioned to a role far beyond the sports arenas. He's a philanthropist deeply committed to making a difference. His journey from the fast tracks and the football fields of Los Angeles and Phoenix to the helm of impactful charitable initiatives showcases a remarkable evolution. Caswell's athletic career highlighted by a time with the Raiders and stints in various football leagues was as diverse as it was challenging, ultimately culminating in his retirement in 2010 due to physical toils. Embracing his passion for community service, Caswell founded the Youth on the Rise Foundation and the Million Dollar Mingle. These platforms not only reflect his dedication to leveraging his network for good, but also the innovative approach to philanthropy. The Million Dollar Mingle, aiming to raise $1 million in a single night, has significantly contributed to various charities, underscoring the power of unity and shared goals. In 2021, Caswell broadened his philanthropic impact by partnering with the Bentley Polo Scottsdale Championships, enhancing his local community contributions. This partnership exemplifies his knack for creating meaningful collaborations that amplify his mission to aid those in need. AAC, welcome to Business Buzz. Wow, man, that was pretty awesome. I got to hire you to be my pitch man, Frank. So that was, <laughs> that was pretty well, awesome. I'm going to break in. I'm the one that wrote that. <laughs> there, there, there you go. I'm both of you guys, man. So uh, What an amazing lady. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, I'll tell no, you what. No, I've no, always no, said no, on this show, no, KC, that the only difference between a nonprofit and a profit business is the word non in front of the word go. profit. You still have got all the, you know, things that you deal with, you know, employees, insurances, rents, leases, I mean, you name it. But one of the biggest challenges in nonprofits, at least it was when I was a CEO of a nonprofit, was fundraising. I mean, it's 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 been an absolute, uh, you know, mantra, you know, in that arena. And it's even more difficult today. Would you agree? Definitely agree, man. Definitely. I mean, everything you're saying is true. So, uh, and then first of all, let me just start off by saying, um, Thank you guys for creating a platform for us athletes. You know, we I talk about it in some of my other interviews that there's so many amazing athletes out here with great causes and great vision and great purpose, and they need a platform. So we thank you guys for taking the lead to give, you know, give us a platform to be able to share these type of visions and opportunities of, of what we're creating out here to serve and give back. So thank you. Thank you tremendously for that, guys. Well, no problem. I don't know whether you have checked out Voice America, but Voice America has been around 22 years. It's live hosted internet protocol radio. Everything's moving that direction, AC. So to be able to put this out across that network and then other networks and social media, of course, obviously it's going to elevate your brand and expand your reach. Yeah. And that's what it's all about is keep sharing awareness and brand awareness and, and uh, you know, being a marketer, obviously, you know, we look for these opportunities. Uh, as you guys know, I don't know, my mentor in my life was Al Davis, you know, God rest his soul. Uh, he's a guy who stepped in in my life and just told me that it was more than just football, you know, made me a Raider and, and you know, just told me all about himself, his background and how he's from Brooklyn, New York. And, just all the things he invested into me, man, more than just an athlete. I mean, I just couldn't even 
you know, make it possible without, you know, someone like him being in my life and uh, and, and gave me an early start of what it means to give back to charity, you know, as well. So is it true his house was painted black, white and silver? <laughs> Brother, let me tell you this. I, I, obviously, I, obviously, I have personal stories. I'm 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 true to believe that I think his dock strap was black and white too, man. So his everything about Raider Nation, man, is all about black and white, honest to God, truth, black limo, white limo, black sweatsuits, white sweatsuits, black house, white house. I mean, so as an athlete, you know, being a Raider, uh, my whole wardrobe and everything became the black and white theme to this day. And uh, you know, those are my favorite theme colors. And I'll give you one funny quick story. So we all talk about protecting your brand, right? Uh, and I remember my first day on the job as a Raider, my rookie day. This is no lie. My So my favorite team growing up in the world was the Dallas Cowboys. That was my favorite mm -hmm. team, Cowboys. My bike was the Cowboys colors. My bedroom was the Cowboy colors. Everything I did was about Dallas Cowboys. I knew that if I ever played in the NFL, I was going to wear that big star on my helmet. And uh, so my first day on the job, I, I walk into the locker room. And I had on Dallas Cowboy colors. I didn't have the logo on there, but I had on the colors. Not, not not really knowing how serious this was. I walked into the locker room and I literally got picked up and slammed by, by the offensive alignment. Slammed me against the, the locker rooms, threw me on the floor. They kicked me, they punched me. And they said, don't you ever disrespect this organization. So I thought it was over and done with. Um, so two things happened. I, a, I got, I got selected to provide donuts for the whole year, for the whole organization, <laughs> not just the receivers, the whole organization. I'm buying donuts for the whole year. I got fine. Right. Then I get my first paycheck on Monday and I'm missing like $6,000. So I'm like, okay, am I in a new tax bracket? Because I'm, I got to, I got to figure out how to take care of my family and how to budget my dollars. They said, no, you've been fine. Don't ever disrespect this organization like that. It's all about silver, black and white. And I said, okay, Got to let the Cowboys go. So it was uh, – Al was serious about his brand and his theme color, man. Well, I tell you, with your humble be beginnings back in South Central L.A., you must have thought you should possibly walk into a gang initiation. <laughs> Goodness, brother. Like I said, man, it was – and it's so funny because growing up in South Central L.A., it was all about the Raiders, you know, and I wasn't a Raider fan. I was all about Cowboys, you know, so I'm like – you know, am I an oddball growing up in South Central LA? But then I started realizing, man, as I got older, you know, what the Raider organization meant to the city of LA, uh, to everyone in the in and just in the city, man. I mean, it from West Coast to, you know, from coast to coast in California, it was all about, you know, no disrespect to the 49ers and the Chargers and those teams, but you know, it was all about, hey, the Raiders, man, from every celebrity, athlete, rappers. You know, Snoop Dogg to Tiger Woods, you know, they all came to our games on the sideline and we're watching these like, man, they love the Raiders, you know, so truly became a real brand. And I, and I understand that. Now, you did have some humble beginnings, right, AC? I mean, you were born and raised in South Central LA. Uh, you you had some issues, you know, obviously it was parental uh, yeah. issues and things like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I look at it from an aspect, it's old saying, rags to riches, right? And definitely that's that seems to be what, what happened in your life. Can you tell us a little, a little bit about that, that transition for you? Because yeah. day number one, to be able to play in the NFL, I mean, there, there had to be some breaks for you. Oh, absolutely. And, and like I said, you know, I'm, I'm very transparent when it comes to my livelihood. I think we all are testimony. 
Um, growing up in my environment, you know, sometimes you become a product of your environment. And, you know, growing up in a, in a you know, there's a good parts of South Central LA and obviously there's bad parts, you know, and I've experienced both sides of it, you know, from the gangs, the drugs, the violence, uh, you know, not having a biological father in my life made it tough. And, and for me, uh, like I said, growing up in South Central LA, I had a lot of fun times, a lot of amazing times, wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Um, but also I had a lot of, you know, situations like the nonprofits that took my brother and I in to fed us, to clothe us, to sign us up for sports, gave us a vehicle after school to get away from the, you know, from the gangs and the violence and, and, uh, the drugs. And, and, uh, you know, even though we had friends that would, that was living that lifestyle too. Um, but at the same time, uh, it was the same, it was the same gang members, and drug dealers that said, hey, don't live this lifestyle. This is not for you. You know, all we have is prison or death. You know, you have a talent, man. Get away. You know, don't we're not going to let you go down that road. So a lot of people don't realize that, you know, they, it was the same because I didn't have a father mentor. It was those guys that stepped up and said, hey, man, we see talent in you. This is not for you. And And then and first thing people assume is when I made it, were those guys my entourage? Were they on my payroll? No, they weren't. You know, they were just guys that I remember and said, hey, thank you, man, for, you know, giving me that encouragement that, hey, I don't have to go down that road because I was a product of my environment, you know. Well, I'll tell you what's amazing is that, I mean, you didn't go through an entire formal college arena, right, in sports, uh, in football. I think you went to a JC, right, for a couple of years. And somehow somebody noticed some talent on AC, right? Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll tell you this, man, as I as literally my nickname, you know, uh, I'm sorry for the Tyreek Hill fans, but I'm the original cheetah. OK, my nickname was the cheetah since a kid. My mom named me the cheetah because I was so fast. And, oh, you know, she was such a little cheetah. You know, I, I raced everybody. I challenged everybody. I, as I got maybe about 10, 11 years old, I knew I was gifted with speed. You know, I, I, was, I was literally beating grown men, you know. And uh, yeah, so. That was my talent. You know, it was like speed was my thing. And it just carried over in my career from high school, co junior college. And the Raiders noticed it. Was Frank, it Al Davis that noticed you? Yeah, all of his scouts. They were following me. They were following me coming out of high school because I was projected to go to the Olympics um, as, a, as a senior in high school. But I missed the I missed the time frame. I was a little bit too young. So I carried over to junior college, you know, had some tragedy in my life. My grades slipped. I was being recruited by every major university for football and track on a dual scholarship. I was going to go to Arizona State or USC, but my grades slipped. I went through some tragedy at a young age, lost my grandmother, lost my nephew, lost my best friend. So my grades slipped mentally, emotionally. So I ended up in junior college, which was the best move ever for me. Had a great two years there and the Raiders um, were looking at me when I was in and when I was in junior college and uh, so they told me everything like we've been following you since high school I was like what he said Al Davis loves speed you know that I said okay and uh, so as I made that transition from junior college to make a crucial decision my sophomore year I had one of the fastest times in the world in the 100 meters um, as a sprinter so um, I had all the I qualified for the USA Olympic uh, it's called a USA uh, gold card to qualify to turn pro. Well, I made a major decision that I want to turn pro in track and field at the age of uh, 20 years old. I turned pro, traveled all over the world for track for about a good year or two. By that time, all my best friends like Felipe Sparks, Darren Woodson, 
Rocket Ismail, a bunch of guys, you know, we all trained together, worked out together. Well, they turned pro. And I'm working out with these guys every year, you know, just keeping football ready. And uh, there we go. You know, the Raiders came calling, man. AC, we're definitely going to jump into what it must have been like walking into a Raider camp, especially in the fact that you didn't have a college degree, you know, sporting and whatnot, or that college background. That must have been a fascinating story. We're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Kellering live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com. Listen, I've been talking about this for almost three years now. They're one of my major sponsors on the show. If you've got a product or a service in the small business community, you want to get it in front of the eyeballs of about a million seniors in California alone. You need to go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com right now today, and you'll get a pop-up box. They'll ask you for an email. You simply give them your email. I realize it's sophomoric. It sounds really, you know, antiquated, you know, but that's how they do it. They're very relational. Somebody will get in contact with you and talk to you about an eighth-page ad, a quarter-page ad, a half-page ad, or a full-page ad, like I've got in California Senior Guide that I also negotiated for Voice America. Also, my show is the official talk show for California Senior Guide magazine. We've had some incredible guests on the show through California Magazine, Lisa Gibbons, Paul Anka, just to name a few, and there'll be many more. As a matter of fact, rumor has it, the Fonz is coming on soon. That could be absolutely amazing, right? And by the way, he's involved in nonprofits, believe it or not, AC, big time, as a matter of fact, in vision. So anyway, it's amazing when you think about the fact that the seniors out there have got $3.5 trillion of spendable money that could be in your pocket, small business owner. So go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today. Well, we're going to react back with AC and Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller after two and two, and advertisers have a chance to take a look at you with more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P dot com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. 
We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Frank Coming on Business Buzz. I've got alongside me today, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller, my fabulous... Andrea. I've been teaching Frank how to say my name. I know. It's Andrea. Just, like my, Andrea, Andrea. My brain my brain is like <laughs> fog today. Anyway, and we've got A.C. Caswell of what an incredible movement he's got moving. But right now, I'd really like to know, and I guarantee my audience out there, what the heck was it like for you to walk into a raider camp not dra not drafted yeah basically sweetheart i don't know i mean this is absolutely amazing i mean what did the other guys say well you know like we talked about earlier on the call i'm i'm probably humbly speaking i'm probably one of the only guys in nfl history that have taken a route that i took to get to the nfl like literally okay it's documented and uh and, and and it's so funny because growing up as a kid, you always fantasize that I want to play, you know, this be, be this professional athlete. I mean, we dream it, right? I mean, that's whether it's hockey, baseball, basketball, football, tennis, whatever. And I always visualize me, you know, just playing in the NFL. I mean, I love the game. I had a passion for it. And as I went through youth football, you know, Pop Warner, high school, junior college, and then kind of seeing that possibility of really happening you know, watching the Barry Sanders and the John Elways and the Deion's. I mean, just watching these guys play on TV. And now all of a sudden, man, I literally show up, you know, in an NFL camp with the Raiders. And I'm like, wow, that's Tim Brown. You know, that's, that's you know, that's all these. I mean, I'm just like, that's Al Davis. That's, uh -huh. I mean, guys I saw on TV, you know, I'm just like, man, is this, you know, the Rocket Ismail and just, <laughs> you know, all the guys I'm looking at and then, then, you know, as we're playing against other teams, I'm like, man, that's, you know, that's Barry Sanders, you know, and that's, you know, all these guys that I see on TV and I'm right here and uh, understanding that, wow, this was, I mean, mentally and emotionally, it can overtake someone. And that's why, honestly, you see a lot of great athletes in college who never makes it in the NFL because it wasn't their talent mentally and emotionally and some things they can't handle the pressures of the NFL because it's a lot to deal with, man, a lot to deal with. And to step foot and lace it up and know, man, that I'm really in the NFL on the football field, doing the drills, going to the meetings. And I'm like, man, I'm in a meeting with Jeff Hosteller. I'm in my, he's my quarterback <laughs> coach. And I'm looking at, you know, all these famous guys and, and I'm like, wow, this is real. Yeah. Did you play in the playoffs? Casey? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. for sure. You know, uh, you know, like anything else, Raiders, you know, we were all, like any team, we're an up and down team, right? Right. right. Um, 
you know, I, I've experienced it all, you know, from playoffs. How much of a, how much of a departure <laughs> is that from the regular season? Because I understand it's like a whole different game. That's why I said, once again, the NFL is a mental game, emotionally and mentally. That's why you will never see a high school great athlete in football ever turn pro, like basketball, baseball, and other sports. Because the mentally, emotionally, it's a different gear. It's a different level. Like, the regular season is fun. Don't get me wrong. Every, then you get into playoffs, it's a whole different mentality. It's a whole different mindset. It's a whole different level of competition. The coaches got to raise their game up in coaching. Players got to step their game up. I mean, because it's a one-game mentality. One game, you're out. So, you know, the pressure of that, and then if you ever make it to the Super Bowl, you're talking about another level, then the playoffs. Every round of playoffs is a different level. Every round you make. And uh, it's a beast. It's a beast, man. What's one moment from playing football in the NFL that you walk away with? What was the highlight play or uh, experience that you had on the gridiron? You know what? For me personally, it's going to sound cliche, but what people don't remember is my first year with the Raiders coming back home to L.A. was our last year with the Raiders in 96-97 when I got brought back home to L.A. And then Al Davis walks in the locker room literally and says, we're moving back to Oakland, you know, just – Point blank. We're moving back to Oakland. And what happened was the life changing for me is that when we had our first game ever in the Oakland Coliseum history, like history making. So my first game coming into the Raiders Stadium, the real original Oakland Raiders Stadium, and I walk in that tunnel, man, and you see all the NFL greats on the sideline. Lyle Alzado, you see, um, I mean, just the list goes on, man. Tiger Woods, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, all the Raiders look right on the sidelines, you know, watching us play. And I walk into that arena, man, and it was like, and not only that, I'm we're playing against Denver. So I got John away and all those. I'm watching John Elway take the field. But that first memory of walk, going back to Oakland, even for all the guys like Tim Brown, they never played in Oakland. So it was just like to see their reaction, as great as they are, to know that, man, we're here in the Oakland Coliseum. It was it was just breathtaking. That's amazing. Now you've transitioned to this incredible movement, Million Dollar Mingle. Tell us about that, AC. For sure. Well, like I said, guys, I got an early start on charitable giving, you know, being, you know, having the charities and nonprofits took care of me. You know, I just knew that it was all right in my life, whether I turned professional as an athlete or a successful businessman, I want to give back. And uh, thank God that I had opportunities through Al Davis, who taught me mentorship, marketing, branding, just really taught me some how to be an entrepreneur as well. So I knew that, you know, coming into uh, making that transition, I started Youth on the Rise Foundation, which is a nonprofit to raise money for at-risk kids and underprivileged uh, communities. And uh, we started putting together some big events like celebrity charity golf tournaments, celebrity charity basketball games, dinner parties. <laughs> and it did okay. But I said I was missing something like now I put myself in a, an arena where I'm networking with other celebrities and movie stars and professional athletes and very wealthy people, billionaires and millionaires. And I said, you know what? Something's missing. We need something a little bit more challenging, you know, and I'm a competitor by nature. I like to I like to compete to be number one. You know, I said we're missing something. So in 2006, God gave me a vision to say you need to start this brand called the Million Dollar Mingle make it a high profile luxury 
uh, celebrity charity fundraiser. It caters to the affluent. Uh, let's make it red carpet. Let's make it Hollywood. And we put that together in 2006 and did our first ever million dollar mingle celebrity charity matching party right here in Scottsdale, Arizona. And 5,000 people showed up from celebrities, movie stars, media, athletes, doctors, attorneys. And the goal was to never raise anything less than a million dollars aggressively through live auctions, silent auctions, sponsorships, ticket sales, anything you can think of. I mean, Frank, we would auction you off if we can bring in a million dollars, okay? So the key was is let's create a high-profile event that people can respect, corporate can love, movie stars are going to come to. And we kicked it off, and I thought it, I thought we were over and done with. And next thing you know, the calls came in. We want this again. You know, when are you going to do the million-dollar mingle again? And uh, here we are. You know, all these years later, we've grown. Uh, we've now got into annual events. People from all over the world are supporting the million-dollar mingle brand. We're raising money for millions of dollars for local charities all over the world. It's, it's been a true blessing, a true blessing. My goodness. So your goal at each one of these events is to raise a minimum of a million dollars. Correct. So just imagine that. So everything we do is based off a team. It takes a team to be successful. Right. I'm a visionary. I'm very innovative. I'm very creative. But my team also is very important because they know that, guys, how can we do a tea party and raise a million dollars? Like, you can't be standard. You can't be average. So the vision of what we do when we take over a, a venue or a mansion or a facility, it's all about creating that corporate pie of how many ways we're going to generate and raise money. And I think we've been doing a great job, man, with 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 people teaming up with us and saying, hey, I got an idea. Let's add this to the table because that can generate X amount of dollars. So I think, you know, uh, we're used to the pressure. You know, I like setting goals, man, and to see us accomplish those goals through uh high profile charity events. And so it's been awesome to to do that. Okay. Do you have like designated charities that are gonna, you know, get these uh per event? Absolutely. So we've grown to a point, uh uh guys, we've grown to a point now where I purposely do four or five, six events just over a weekend because we can now take each one of those signature events and 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 bring on more uh beneficiaries. Okay. So, you know, sometimes one one weekend experience that we do, we're raising money for seven different charities. Let's say Las Vegas. You know, we just did the Super Bowl Las Vegas uh, million dollar mingle event. We were able we were able to raise money for six different charities, three locally in Vegas because we're doing Super Bowl there. We picked up uh, two charities from Arizona because we're based here. Then we also picked up uh, two national uh, one national charity. Uh, throughout the country and one global charity from India. So we're always able to, if we bring in global dollars and national dollars, we can afford to bring in those type of nonprofits nationally, globally, and then locally, wherever we're hosting our event at. So Frank, yeah. I was at the event last year. That's how I met AC. I had flown out to go to Lee Steinberg's Super Bowl party last year because I've gone to his three different times. And um, afterwards, um, somebody invited me to come to ACs because they wanted me to meet him. And of course, it's super fun. So many people. I, I did meet him, but it was like, hi, bye. And that was it. You know, Like we got a selfie on the phone and I didn't get to see him anymore because he had so many people who wanted his time and attention. But it was a really beautiful event. He had so many different things aligned for people for entertainment and cigars and food and music and things and 
um, people, you know, people could invest in different things to have memorabilia. It was just lovely. And then um, this year, um, I was helping co-host uh, Art of Whiskey Party, that w- w- which we've had on in a previous show, uh, Doug Smith and uh, Sean Starr. And I made sure to stay so that I could go to AC's event and support him too. And wow, what an amazing group of people. Uh, the people that I've met, it is it is. Yes, you get to give to charity. Yes, you get to have a lot of fun. Yes, you get to watch the game or do whatever if you stay through Sunday. And yes, you get to be entertained. And yes, you get food. But the connections, phenomenal people. I I can't explain enough why people should show up. And it's really about um, kind of just um, being present and seeing who shows up in front of you. It's quite amazing. Yeah, yeah thank you. AC, uh, I've never heard anything of this magnitude out there in the nonprofit arena. I mean, do you have anybody that's competition to you? Um, anybody that uh, is doing anything along the lines of what you've accomplished? You know what? To be honest with you, and this this comes back from my athletic career and also being under Al Davis, who taught me, hey, everything we do, we do it to be number one. We do it to separate ourselves. We do it to be the number one brand in the world. And if you're going to do it, you're going to do it with excellence and professionalism. So I, I really say this, Frank, I'm a hands down say nobody's doing what we're doing. Nobody takes on that risk, first of all, to do what we do because it's risky. Right. But as far as like my team understands, no matter how great we were last year, last game is over with. It's about next event. We got to be bigger. We got to be better. We got to be more luxury. We got to be number one again. So I think, you know, no one is doing what we're doing. I mean, last year, brother, in Arizona, we did eight events starting on Wednesday through Sunday, bringing people in from all over the world. And the great thing about it is, Dr. Andrew, you said it yourself, you get everything. You get the Celebrity Charity Golf Tournament. You get the Business Symposium. You get the Celebrity Brunch and Comedy Show. You get the private charity parties. You get, I mean, we give you such an experience. And the key word is experience. To where you're like, why would I not want to come to this? The networking part, you know, the blessing of charities, the the personal part. You know, I even created a singles lounge called If You're Single, Come to the Million Dollar Mingo, and that blew up. So now we have singles from all over the world are coming to my Million Dollar Mingo single lounge. So all the cool things that we built, and, and believe it or not, guys, this is corporate. Corporate is saying, I want to come just because of the single lounge, AC. So right. excited to what we built, man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, you know, what's interesting is that um, I own a company <clears throat> called Certainty Global, which is part of Certainty Team, which is Certainty Collective. And my business partner, AC, has got a robust background in nonprofits. Uh, so I would really love to uh, kind of, you know, put you two together uh, at some point in time in the future, because I really think that uh, there could be some very good synergy going on here. Absolutely. And I would like to say this. I don't know how much time we have left. You can give me a hold up a finger, but I do want to say this. So when we built Million Dollar Mingle in 2006, it wasn't about Million Dollar Mingle. We have now become the Make-A-Wish Foundation for other nonprofits that doesn't have a voice or a name. So that's the risk that I took on. So just imagine that. And, And my tagline, guys, if you've never seen this before, the tagline that we created is we fight for life causes. We're fighting for everybody, man. Beautiful. So you are open. You are open to any nonprofit who darkens your door. 
Right. We we have a criteria. I can get into that on the next phase yeah, of the call. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. But we're here to help all nonprofits to reach those goals. But we do have a criteria, you know, as far as what they what we expect for them. It's called help us to help you. you Got to be willing to help out, too. Absolutely. For sure. We're going to take another quick break here. You're listening to Business Buzzer, Frank Howling, live on Voice America Business Network, brought to you now by voiceamerica.com. Yeah, let me talk to you, small business owner out there, about voiceamerica.com. We'll talk about the network that this show has been on for almost now four years. Let me also talk to you about that little device in your hand that you spend about 77% of your day with and around, which is your smartphone. And let's talk about the smartphone becoming a billboard your business. Think about it. The virtual world is here to stay. It's not going anywhere, folks. As a matter of fact, I mean, you've got to understand that, you know, AM radio, for instance, right? Let's say you advertised on AM radio and all of a sudden the show goes to break and you got five 30 second spots. Well, if you're driving down the freeway, what's your retention level of one of those 30 second spots, you know, running by at a commercial break? And you're paying seven hundred to a thousand dollars for that thirty seconds on an AM show. Uh, that's a big number for you to put out of pocket. So I'm telling you something right now. Go to certainty, C E R T A I N T Y team, T E A M dot com and hit media. There you'll find all the information about my show. Also my partner show, which is Finding Certainty. We're both headliners on Voice America. And we want to help you. Get your brand out there and elevate your brand and expand your reach because Voice America is heard in 110 countries around the world. Oh, my goodness. You know, so if you've got any kind of international focus, you got to get on board. Well, what an amazing show we got today with AC Caswell. I've got Dr. Andrea <laughs> Adams Miller alongside me. And we're going to be right back in two and two after our advertisers have a chance to take a look at you with more buzz for your business. Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858-251-4640 or visit us online at modabusinesssolutions.com. At LaTip, in everything we do, we believe in the importance of small business success. And we believe in helping small businesses reach their growth goals. The way we help small businesses is by building relationships, training on how to expand those relationships into closable leads, and providing technology to efficiently interact within those relationships. We just happen to run business networking meetings. Want to come to one? This is the power of LaTip. Visit LaTip.com for more information. That's L-E-T-I-P dot com. We're always looking for guests, resources, and business promotion. Would you like to be a guest on the show? Do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales, lower costs, and amplify brand loyalty? Do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach? If any of these sound like a fit for you, 
you need to partner with us. Call us at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. That's 877-366-9289. And discover how Business Buzz and Business Watch can take your message and company further. Again, give us a call at 877-3-NOW-BUZZ. 877-366-9289. Business Watch is your outreach to feel the pulse and increase the buzz in your business community. Invite Frank to be a speaker at your next event. We can create a live promotional video with you at your next event to brand your brand. Visit businessbuzz.com. Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. PPP, COVID-19, SBA, is there a way? It's time for Business Watch, where your voice matters. Call into the show at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or drop us an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S buzz.com. We know you've got something to say. Now, here's Frank Hellring, Business Watch, where your voice matters. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Frank Kelly. Now on Business Watch, this is the segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, my live audience, to call in live on the show to mix it up with me or my fabulous guest, A.C. Caswell. So pick up that phone and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you can be live on Business Watch right now. Well, A.C., we talked a little bit about your incredible organization, but nonprofits out there, obviously, have a big need in fundraising, right? And I'm sure you'd like to help all of them, right? But I'm sure there's got to be some kind of criteria, right, for them to be part of your organization. Yeah, no, that's correct. And, you know, obviously, you know, our our, our mindset is that, you know, we are here to help as many nonprofits as we can all over the world. But one of the things, Frank, that when it comes to these type of ordeals, it takes a lot, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of resources a lot of production. So I let people know that if you want me to pick you up as a nonprofit, yes, I want to hear from the executive director. I want to know your mission. I don't want to know your vision, but it really comes down to one thing. You don't need a degree. I don't care about that. But what I do care about is that we created a tagline. It's called help us to help you. Meaning that if you want us to get involved, you got to get involved as well. We refuse to show up at your headquarters with a big oversized check in the media saying that we raised all this money for you through our events and you did nothing. So executive directors, if you want our help, the million dollar mingle help, when we come to that table, we're going to say, if you're not willing to dive in with us, help out with registration, send out volunteers, help sell a ticket, whatever it is, you got to help. And if you're willing to do that, we will take on the time to be the big brother to you because we do have resources that a lot of these nonprofits, they don't have, Right. And that's why we're kind of like the Make-A-Wish Foundation for smaller nonprofits, especially minority nonprofits, okay, that we're willing to help do our part. We're going to brand you. We're going to market you. We're going to introduce you to donors that you probably never had a chance to even shake hands with. But we will only do that if we know that you have the mindset of help us to help you. And if you're willing to do that, we'll take your call. 
That makes me beam with pride for two reasons. One, because I have a nonprofit. And the second one is because I was really close friends with Frank Shankwitz, who passed away and he founded the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And so um, he would be very honored that you strive to be like what he wanted to create for people. I, I know that he would be very, very honored by that. Loved his story. I watched his documentary. I know he's he, he was here in Arizona with us. I met some people, obviously, I think. And I can't even remember. I think him and I probably met back probably. in the day. But I love his mission. And that's kind of like we take that honor and say, guys, <laughs> hey, we are we are that Make-A-Wish Foundation of this modern age. But we do it at a high-end luxury manner. But help us to help you. You know, that's all we ask. You know, AC, not off the subject, but when I was the CEO of a nonprofit, um, I was involved heavily in foster care issues. And one of the things, as you well know, when a foster child has their 18th birthday, they get kicked to the curbstone out of the system. And the rescission rate is horrible, absolutely horrible. These kids end up, you know, really, really messed up. I sure. mean, they have gone through, you know, tons of different homes, but now they have no resource whatsoever to count on. And I've, yeah. always, I've always wondered, and I was working with... Uh, uh, the chairman of the Board of Supervisors here in Orange County, California, and he had a heart for this as well. And when the aerospace industry, you know, kind of vacated out of Huntington Beach, we went out and looked at all those empty warehouses, right? And we yeah. said, what if we could get Sanyo? What if we could get Train? What if we could get all these different corporate guys to put an apprentice program together and give these kids jobs immediately when they vacate the system? Pay them a, a decent wage, right? And give them a, give them a trade, give them a career, you know, all, sure. all along the lines of you know, like the Australian method, right? Not everybody in Australia has a college degree. They yeah, have this sure. incredible apprentice program, and a lot of these kids who just couldn't cut it in college end up with a tremendous career and a trade, sure. right? So sure. I was just wondering. I mean, is that something you know that would kind of float your boat? You know, it's funny that you say that because, a first of all, I was a foster. My wife and I was a foster care parent for nine years. Uh, as of uh, four years ago, we recently <laughs> retired from that. So we have a heart. You know, obviously, uh, I didn't have a father in my life. My wife didn't have a mom in her life. So we had a spirit of giving back. But we did that for nine years. And trust me, we had, we had our own kids. Uh, obviously, it was a tough decision not to adopt them. But making that transition. We're all here for the kids that all my boys that I had seven boys over that nine year span, and they all can come back to my house as a family because we built that rapport. But the re the reality is that transition is horrible. So we are working with other nonprofits, you know, uh, uh, in, in regards to that uh, field of expertise of how do we get these, these, these young people, 18, making that transition. Cause it's just like an NFL athlete. People don't realize when, when you, when we go into the real world, that transition is so hard, guys. A lot of guys don't even make it out. They don't even make the transition. It's just too hard. Same with foster care. It's it's a it's a travesty to see these young people turn 18 and they're just like literally kicked on the curb. So we're working with some organizations as we speak that provide those type of services for that transition of getting those guys clothes, fed, homes, jobs. Uh, you know, we're 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 definitely a part of that organization as we speak, you know. Um, so I'm all I'm always open to see how can we be a vehicle of help. Yeah, I was just wondering with all your corporate contacts if it might be something that uh, could be crafted, right, where these guys could put together a program like this. It's very attractive to businesses because they grab the kid, they they school him, they train him up, right. All their uh, you know intellectual property gets poured into that kid 
over two years. And when he comes out the other side, he's he's a loyal employee. Well, well, think about it here in Arizona. I, know, I think it's a nationwide program, but we have now we know that EVIT is a trade school for those uh, young people in school. But once again, what do they do when they turn 18? So why not have like an EVIT program for that 18 and up, those kids who have made that that crucial 18, between 18, 22, you know, 21, 22, even 25. It's right. still hard for those guys, right? So um, I think that there's I think there's a need. And I know there's a vehicle that can be created. There are some that's created. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like you, Frank. How do we hold people accountable around us to say, guys, can you step up? And that I think that's what Million Dollar Mingle is about, too. It's about if you have a spirit of giving back and serving, I want to talk to you. And if you don't, I don't want to meet you at the table, just hands down, because we're all about serving and giving back. And we and we know too many wealthy people that can do something about it. Say, hey, guys. Let's come. So the million dollar mingle brings those type of people under our umbrella so we can have that trustworthy conversation and say, hey, guys, it's bigger than this. We got other business to attend to. Are you in? You know, so absolutely. Well, that's something we could definitely explore for sure. We're moving towards the end of the show here, AC. I'd really like to get your thoughts uh, and, and transmit them to my audience from a small business standpoint of view, right? Small businesses are really hurting out there right now, AC, big time, okay? How could small businesses get involved with you? For sure. Well, you know, like anything else, we, you know, we all start off as small business. You know, I, I embrace the small mom and pop businesses, but I also want to say this to the small business owners, okay? It's a mindset, okay? Just like I tell charity, you can't think charity, you can't act charity, Yes, you can be a small business, but your mentality and your vision has to be a little bit greater. Like, hey, yes, we start off as a small business, but I see that end of the road. I see that big vision. And don't be afraid to small businesses. Don't be afraid to take a risk. Everything we do in life is a risk. You got to stop thinking small and act big and take risks. So when I put on these big events, it's not the big corporations. It's also the mom and pop shops that say, hey, guys, Bring your business out there to my event, get you a booth, network it with people that can invest into your company, get out here and get involved. I always say this, buy a ticket to get in the game. I didn't say you have to buy a floor seat where it costs $10,000. I don't care if you buy a, a $100 nosebleed seat, but buy a ticket to get in the game. So small businesses, buy a ticket to get in the game, put yourself in a position where you can network, shake hands, share your vision about your company and watch how many people are going to support that. But you can't stay just in the store and never go anywhere. You got to come out. You got to get involved. So I'm always here to help small businesses, brother, always. Great. I'm so glad to hear that. So when you do these events, is it a one-day shot or a multiple-day shot? How does it go? Some of the events I do, my bigger events are annual events. And literally people from all over the world, they come, they take a chance, they meet new relationships. So that big event is coming up uh, here in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's uh, it's coming up uh, October 25th through the 27th. And obviously everybody can go to mdmexperience.com. Um, and, you know, they could kind of see our schedule coming up. And we do some one-off events, right? Um, but anything that we do is open to good people. You know, it's not just the big corporations that we like we we let come in and hog up the market. We also cater to the small businesses, you know, the middle-sized businesses and say, hey guys, get involved. I promise you, you want to take a risk to get involved because the network that you can't solicit, you can't solicit the network that we bring to the table to support one another. So from a small business standpoint, 
hey, I, I, I had to take that same risk too. I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't take that risk as a small business. Trust me. Without a doubt, I get it. We got four minutes to go on the show, AC. I would love to have you uh, put out your contact information so everybody can find out how to get in touch with you. Yeah, you know, once again, I'm simple. You know, you can, you can, I'm humble, but you can find us on uh, Instagram at Million Dollar Mingle. You can find me partially on uh, LinkedIn or Million Dollar Mingle at AC Caswell. I'm, you know, real, just my name. You can always follow us on uh, MDMExperience.com. You know, for those who want to uh, inquire, you can reach us at uh, Million Dollar Mingle at gmail.com. That's our business uh, email address. That's milliondollarmingle at gmail.com. Shoot us over the email, you know, tell us about who you are, your company, your vision, and let's see how we can, you know, definitely try to support what you do. Outstanding. Dr. Andrea, you need to give your contact information. Look at you. You did it correct. Yes. Dr. Andrea Adams Miller, www.theredcarpetconnection.com, theredcarpetconnection.com. And I am a neuroscientist and I have a international publicity and business consulting business. I blend those together and combining with uh, connecting people with my uh, contacts and my $15 billion Rolodex. And with all of those things, uh, my clients hit their target market every Every time. <laughs> and I want to put out a blast for my hostess with the mostest, Dr. Excuse me, Ninon DeVere de Rosa, who's not with us today, unfortunately, because the internet didn't work. Uh, but she has a website called Ninon Speaks, N-I-N-O-N Speaks.com. She's been a radio talk show host in Vegas for over 10 years. And so go to that site if you want to learn more about her. AC, thank you so much. You are now part of the alumni of Business Buzz. Uh, not a stranger for sure. And we have a lot of heart action going on here. And I think we need to explore that uh, down the road for sure. Hey, thank, thank you, so, you much. so much. Yeah, thank you guys so much. And, uh, you know, let's stay in contact because we would love for you to bring your live show out to my events, man, and do a live, you know, podcast, podcast. Love to have you guys out and make it personal. So uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for being well, a Actually, platform. believe it or not, uh, Voice America is based in Phoenix. So Scottsdale is right next door and I'm a live event host for Voice America. So that could definitely be put together, my friend. Yep. Very yeah. Have a great time with us. Come and set up, man. Get all the interviews from the players and all the people that's coming out. We would love to have you guys presence out there with us for oh, sure. Oh my goodness. That's that will bring the A team. <laughs> AC, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. And uh, what an amazing life. And that's what it's all about, right? And it ain't and it ain't over. And thank you, my audience, for tuning into Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach, you can reach us toll-free at 877-3-N-O-W-B-U-Z. Or go to my website, Certainty, C-E-R-T-A-I-N-T-Y, team, T-E-A-M.com. Click on media. All the information you want to know about Business Buzz is right there. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase week in and week out. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and resources to make your business buzz. Thanks for tuning in Business Watch and Business Buzz with Frank Hellring. We'll be back next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to have you join us again next time for some more terrific ways to revitalize your small business.